God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Amen. Ephesians 6, 10. I want to share with you a little while this morning upon this world is not my home. This world is not my home. Ephesians 6, 10. The Word of God says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. You know, we thank you so much today for your loving kindness. We thank you, dear Lord, for knowing that some sweet day that heaven will be our home. And some sweet day, dear Lord, we can lay aside the things of this world, the things, dear Lord, that so easily ensnares us and causes us, causes us to lose focus on what is most important. And that is making sure that we are all together in heaven someday. Bless us today in a special way and help us to learn and to be more like you. In your holy and sweetest name we pray. Amen. This world is not my home. When I was growing up, that was one of the songs that my mom and dad and I sung a whole lot. And I remember those words sort of echoing to me about this world is not my home. I'm just what? I'm just a passing through. My burdens have been laid down somewhere beyond the blue. Home is an interesting word, isn't it? When you think about that, I, have you ever heard Heard anybody say this, or you probably said it many times, I'm going home. I'm going home. What does that mean? Well, a lot of you can agree. Sometimes when you've worked hard all day and some people all night, right? When you've been to work, when you've been somewhere else, when you've been on vacation, when you've been in the hospital or whatever that may be, just to be able to go home is something special. Amen? Just to be able to see your house, just to be able to get out and walk into your house, just to know that it's still there, that your home is there for you. Now, over my life, I'm sure it's happened in your life too, I've had quite a few different homes over my life. I figured up this past week, just so I could tell you all this morning, over the years I have lived in 12 different homes. Over my years. Now, most of those was why mom and dad was, my, my dad was preaching and we moved here and we moved there. I'm sure Gemma could share about those type of things too. But we moved a lot and no matter where we moved, the first place that we moved, went to when we moved, you know where we went? We didn't go to the church. We went to our new home. And I knew that when I found that location or wherever that may be uh, over my life, no matter what was happening, if I could just make it home, everything was going to be okay. When I was down in Nashville for that extended stay that we had down there, I remember day after day, and I'd look at Sheila and I'd say, and I don't know if I said it every day, some days I don't remember what I said, did I, honey? But most of the time on those days, I would say to her, honey, I just can't wait till we get home. I just want to go. It's something about saying that, isn't it? I just want to go home. I feel like if I make it home, everything's going to be okay. Now, Sheila wanted to take a picture of this, but I wouldn't let her. But when I got home, I got out of our truck 
And I went over, and you know what I did? I, for the first time, knelt down. She had to help me get back up. But I knelt down, and I kissed the grass right there in front of my house because I was happy to get back home. Why? Home is something special for you, isn't it? Home is something when you think in your mind, you know, that's, that's my comfort zone. That's my happy place. That is the place that I am able to be where I want to be. We all have that special place in our house. Your home for you, for a lot of folks, gives you comfort. You have your special place as you go when you come home from work or whatever that may be. I had a blue recliner that I've had for years at our house. It's not the prettiest thing. It's held together pretty good. It's broke in just right for me. I know it's angled just perfectly for the TV where I can see the TV just right. Well, Sheila's decided that we need a new love seat. Well, I'm working on breaking that in in a honey. But, you know, you've, you've got to feel comfortable when you get to your house. You feel comfortable in, in being there. You're just able to relax. Also, your home is a place where you feel safe, right? Hopefully, where you feel secure. Do you all remember the days when you didn't have to lock your doors? Now to have security at your house, you've got to have what? You've got to have the lock. Then you need to have the what else? The deadbolt. And what else? The chain. And then something else behind the door, right? You gotta have all of those things that are there so you feel safe and have security there at your house. But hopefully that is something. At your home, you you should feel love, right? You should feel love that comes from someone else around about you. I remember when I was going home, I would put a big big college. I'd pull up to the house, Sheila would be with me, and I knew I was home because I could smell mama's fried chicken cooking. And that's the way I smelt what home was all about. It was something I wanted to be there. You have people that love you and people that care for you on this home. But we all know something. I hope you're going to say amen to this big and loud. Ready? This world is not my home. Amen? This world is not my home. This is simply my temporary home. My temporary home. Home. It's hard for us to sort of understand that, isn't it? If you live to be 100 years old, you've done really, really well. I don't think right now I, my percentage of getting there is very good, but it would be nice if we did. But if I live to be 100, it is nothing compared to 10,000 years or more. It's not even close. So this is simply my temporary home. I'm just a passing through. I'm just here for a short period of time, our temporary home. Over in Matthew 16, 25 through 27, it says, For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in His first Father's glory with His angels, and then He will reward each person according to what they have done. What good would it be for someone to gain the whole world and yet forfeit their soul? Our homes today is offer something that is simply is temporary and something that is not perfect. 
something that we see in the world today. It's just amazing how fast on this earth, how fast our life can change in this temporary home. If you would have told me three years ago that I'd be preaching at one church, woo, I'd said, what? No way. If you would have told me three years ago I would have been retired, I would have said, no. I'm, back then I would have said, I'm never going to retire. I'm going to work till the last breath in my body. And if you would have told me three years ago, are you ready for this? I can trump what those other two I just told you. If you told me three years ago I was going to have a brand new heart that wasn't mine and I was still living, I would have said, what in the world are you talking about? But your life changes, doesn't it? It's ever-changing. Your temporary home, your temporary existence is changing all the time. I've heard a lot of people say, well, preaching has got to change with the times. Well, I think we've done a lot, a whole lot too much changing, haven't we? We've allowed too many things to come into this temporary home, into this temporary life that is changing us in a way that God doesn't want us to be changed. We see those things all around about us. We went from a place where in this temporary home, I remember I felt safe at home, but I also felt safe going to school. Y'all remember that? Where you felt safe at school? That was the other place. If you couldn't make it home to be safe, you would say to yourself, if I get to school, I'm going to be safe and I'm going to be all right. Well, we've seen how that's changed over the years too, haven't we? With security questions and issues that is there in this temporary home, the old devil's working every day to destroy us, isn't he? He's doing everything he can every day to cause you to want to gain things for your own personal gain, to be able to move forward and up the ladder and all these different types of things. But the number one thing the devil doesn't want you to do is to make sure that your heart and life is right with God, doesn't he? He wants you to lay aside your soul, and your Christianity and give your home on this earth and your temporary home and this temporary life that you have, the old devil wants to be able to control it and still are you allowing God to control it. Do we see that today? The old devil's done pretty well in, in controlling us, isn't he? And controlling the world and controlling society and controlling the things that we here every day. Our earthly home is a place. It's temporary. We see love in this world. Somewhat we see love, don't we? A lot of people only love you to see what they can get, don't they? They only show you affection or friendship or whatever that may be in this temporary home. They only do that to see exactly what they can gain from that and see what that will give them in their life in this temporary home. Remember, it's temporary. In this life, we know that we have family that loves us, but you've heard me say this before, and I'll say it many, many more times. Every family has problems, don't they? Every family has disagreements in this temporary home and in this temporary life. We have to be able to, to know in this temporary home that it's only temporary and it's only something that's not forever in this temporary home. 
I want you to thank God today with me. I don't know what I would do today if I thought this was it, right? This is just it. This is my life. This is how it's going to end in this temporary home. But we saw, sung the song this morning. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. You're on that passing, aren't you? You're on, you know, I know a lot of folks today that's already made it there, haven't, don't you? People that I want to see someday. People that I want to make sure my heart and my life is right with God to be able to get to that place, that wonderful place called heaven. Because you see, we have, instead of having just this temporary home, praise be to God, we have an eternal home too, don't we? Eternal home. Now, I can describe what our house looks like. I just tell people, go down Reese Hurt Road, go by the church. You'll see Danny Conrad's house on the right, and then Doug and Debbie's house will be on the left. There's a red roof house beside us, and we're the little cabin there. I can tell you where exactly where our house is. I understand what our home is. I understand what my temporary home looks like. I sort of have a picture of what heaven looks like, but a lot of folks doesn't understand Eternal home? What does that mean? Eternal home? How do I get to a place like that? Over in John 5, 24, it says, Verily I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. Very truly I tell you, a time is coming, and has now come, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. I want you to think about that today. Leaving this temporary home for your eternal home. I don't know where else you can imagine. I don't know what you have planned. Everybody keeps asking me and Sheila both, what are you going to do now that you're retired? That we're supposed to have this great plan. And it laid out. This is what, this is what we're going to to do the rest of my life. I went up to the Edmonton Post Office. I go there about every, uh, every day or every other day to get our mail. I used to have a post office. I used to have a mailbox at our house. But for some reason, people don't like social workers. I, can't, I know you all can't believe that. So it wouldn't stay up very long. So I just decided I'll get me a P.O. box. So I go up to Edmonton to the post office all the time to get my mail. And there's always these fellers that I know, all the elected officials there in town, they all gather up there and we get together. Well, the big question this past week was, what are you doing now that you're retired? What are you going to do? I looked at them all and I said, well, you know one thing I'm not going to do? They said, what is it? I'm not going to work. I'm not going, I'm not going to work. And this Temporary home, we sort of understand that, but in our eternal home, what do we have? Scripture tells us that we're going to go to a place where there's perfect comfort. Picture that in your mind. All the worry and all the stress and all the anxiety and all the things. What are you going to do when you get to heaven? What are you going to do when you get to an eternal place in the skies? What are you going to do? Well, one of the things you're not going to have to worry about is you're not going to have to worry about what to do, are you? Because you're now with the Son of God. You're now in a place called heaven. You're in your eternal home. Perfect peace. Perfect harmony. Perfect security. 
perfect love. And now not only that, you have, you love your earthly family, but now you're going to love your what? Your godly family, right, Brother Charles? You're all there in one place to be able to receive that. I don't know what it looks like to tell you exactly what your new home's going to look like, but I do promise you something this. I've lived in all of those homes on this earth, and none of those homes can even compare to my new heavenly home. Amen? My eternal home. Have that in your mind. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. I want to say on those words, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. I'm going to a better place. Amen? I'm going to a place where I can leave the temporary for the eternal. A lot of folks say, well, what's, what's going to happen to this world? What, what's going to take place? How can this world go on any longer? How can God allow these things to keep happening? What's going to take place? I think we need to, need to move past that, don't we? Because we as Christians already know what's going to take place. Some of these days this earth is going to be left behind and we're going to go to a place called heaven. We just have to make sure that our heart and life is right with God, Right? You might say, well, Brother Paul, I, my heart and life is right with God. I've made that decision. Well, please make sure now. Please make sure that you turn your heart and your life over to God. And I believe when God saves you, you are saved, right? That's nothing nobody can take away from you. But maybe you're sitting in the pew today and you're wondering to yourself, well, preacher, I'm not 100%. Sure, let's make sure it's 100%, okay? Let's make sure that salvation is true in your heart and your life. And we can pray around the altar about that today. And if you're not being saved to make sure that you can leave this temporary home to have your eternal home. I know a lot of folks say, well, Brother Paul, I've heard all kinds of things about what you got to do to be saved. I want to make sure that I can leave this temporary home and have an eternal home. What do I have to do? One of the things I want you to know, becoming a Christian is not as difficult as we make it out to be. All you have to do is accept Him, believe in Him, and confess your sins. That's all you have to do today to be saved to make sure that you don't have, this is just not your temporary home, you're going to have an eternal home. One of these days this world will come to an end. Are you ready? Over in Matthew 12, 35 through 37, there in verse 36 it says, But I tell you that everyone will have to come give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they had spoken. There's not a lot of things I can promise you today. I can't promise you what next week's going to look like. I can't promise you who's going to be our next president. I can't promise you who's going to be our next leaders. I can't promise you a lot of things in the world today, but I can promise you something. One of these days, every one of us is going to stand before the judgment throne. And one of these days, every one of us are going to be, have to be accountable for our own what? Our own selves. And we're going to have to look our own selves in the mirror with a man that stands before you that knows everything about you. Today, are you saved? Yes, preacher, I am. Maybe you're saved today and you say, you know, there's some things that I need to get rid of today. You ever let the things of this world wear you down? 
You get home and you're still worn out because your mind can't shut off. And you keep worrying about this and worrying about that and worrying about something else. Maybe today's the day you pray just a prayer around the altar or where you're at for, for peace in your heart and your life, whatever that may be today. We're going to have some exciting things take, take place here at the church here in just a little bit. Seems like there's exciting things all, all the time going on here at Bethlehem Church, and we thank God for that. Maybe today's the day you say, well, Brother Paul, I, I know I have a home on this earth, but as I get ready for that eternal home, I want to have a church family and be a new member of the church. Well, today, that, those doors, as I used to say it, uh, my dad used to say it all the time, the doors are swung right open for everybody today. And I know some ones are going to take advantage of that today, and we thank, thank God for that. Whatever God has talked to you about today, I want to make sure. There's one thing I, you know, you all know I do this all the time. That's just me. I'll, 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 usually every Sunday, I'll look at Sheila and I say, well, honey, I wonder how many is going to be at church today. I wonder who's, ever since those Sundays we came and there was nobody here, I'm, I think I still got a little post-stress something or another because, because of that coming to church because you never know. But I come to church and I see all of you this morning just makes my heart leap for joy. But you know what makes my heart leap for joy even more? As I know in heaven, we're always going to be together forever. And I want to make sure you're there with me. I love you. God loves you. This church loves you. You just have to make sure that your heart and life is right with Him. Today as we have our closing song, look at yourself. Look at your life. Look at what your future looks like and ask God for His direction as we stand and sing. Open song, John Mark.